From CJBT Productions, the team that brings you the Music History Today daily podcast, comes the Music Halls of Fame podcast. Each week, we'll discuss an inductee of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, along with examining whether a given artist of the week deserves to be inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Plus, we will talk about another Hall of Fame, Music Museum, or Walk of Fame, along with an inductee. So, as we get back to the quote-unquote new normal, if you love music and you love to support music museums and walks of fame, then please like, subscribe, and share the Music Halls of Fame podcast. Out now on Spotify, Apple Music, Google Play, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts from. The following is a CJBT Productions podcast. This is the Music History Today podcast for January 31st. On today's show, we have Michael Jackson, Bobby Darin, and Neil Young. First up, though, on this date in 1679, Jean-Baptiste Lully premiered the opera Belle Raffone. In 1955, RCA showed off its first music synthesizer. In 1956, Elvis Presley signed an agency deal with the William Morris Agency so that he could film movies. In 1963, Neil Young played live for the first time, and on the same day, Tony Sheridan and the Beat Brothers recorded the songs Ruby Baby and What I'd Say. In 1966, Brian Wilson recorded the song Caroline No for the Beach Boys' classic album Pet Sounds. The rest of the Beach Boys did not perform on the song. In 1969, the producers of the Jackie Gleason show would not allow Bobby Darin to perform his song about prisoner abuse called Lone Line Rider on the actual Jackie Gleason show. Darin then walked off the show and did not return. Also on the same day, Billy Preston signed a deal with Apple Records. And in 1970, the event that inspired the Grateful Dead song Truckin' happened when the band were arrested for possession of LSD. In 1971, gospel singer Mahalia Jackson was laid to rest. Over 40,000 people showed up for her funeral. And on the same day, the Jackson Five were given the key to the city of Gary, Indiana, where they were from. In 1975, John Lennon released the song Number 9 Dream. In 1979, The Clash started their first U.S. tour. Their opening act was Bo Diddley. In 1985, John Fogarty performed live for the first time in almost a decade when he held a solo concert in Hollywood to promote his new album, Centerfield. In 1988, trumpet player Herb Albert performed the national anthem and Chubby Checker was the halftime entertainment at the Super Bowl. In 1989, Roy Orbison's album Mystery Girl came out two months after his untimely death. 
1993, Michael Jackson performed at the halftime show during the Super Bowl. Garth Brooks sang the national anthem, but it wasn't without controversy. With less than a minute to go before he was scheduled to sing, Garth threatened to not sing the anthem because the NFL went back on its word and did not air Garth's video for the song We Shall Be Free. In 1994, the Gran Teatro del Liceo Opera Theater in Barcelona burned to the ground. And on the same day, singer Thalia's telenovela Maramar premiered. In 1995, the group Biffy Clyro formed. In 1999, Cher sang the national anthem and Stevie Wonder was the halftime entertainment at the Super Bowl. In 2008, Britney Spears' family staged an intervention in order to get her into a psychiatric ward for mental issues. In 2010, the group SJ3 formed, and on the same day, Pink released the song Glitter in the Air. In 2012, Leonard Cohen released the album Old Ideas. In 2015, D'Angelo performed on Saturday Night Live. In 2016, a live version of the musical Grease aired on television. In 2017, Post Malone released the song Congratulations. And in 2021, country singer Morgan Whalen was caught on video saying something racist during a drunken night out. The controversy from the release tape on February 2nd resulted in his agent dropping him and also with him not being eligible for the 2021 award nominations. However, it also ended up with him selling more albums, making his album Dangerous, the double album, the biggest selling album of 2021. In award ceremonies that were held on January 31st, in 1976, John Denver and Olivia Newton-John won at the American Music Awards. In 1977, Elton John and Olivia Newton-John were the big winners at the American Music Awards. And in 2010, Taylor Swift, Kings of Leon, the Zac Brown Band, and Beyonce were the big winners at the Grammy Awards. Artists who were born on January 31st include Justin Timberlake, classical composer Franz Schubert, singer-actress Minnie Driver, Marcus Mumford of Mumford & Sons, Al Jaworski of Jesus Jones, music video director Sophie Muller, Johnny Rotten of The Sex Pistols, Harry Wayne Casey of Casey and the Sunshine Band, Phil Manzanera of Roxy Music, Terry Kath of Chicago, singer Chuck Willis, Singer Carol Channing, singer Mario Lanza, bluesman Charlie Musselwhite, singer Eddie Cantor, singer Peter Dawson, composer Philip Glass, Tom Schumann of Spirogyra, Jeff Hanneman of Slayer, Tyler Hubbard of Florida Georgia Line, Fat Mike of NoFX, drummer and bassist Chad Channing, Lloyd Cole of Lloyd Cole and the Commotions, Marvin Jr. of the Dells, Elvis Presley's touring band bassist Jerry Sheff, Adrian Vandenberg of Whitesnake, Jamie Stewart of the Cult, singer Bo Eamon, singer Aaron Bloomer, singer Cho Mi Young, and singer Helena Paparizzo. 
Artists who unfortunately passed away on January 31st include opera singer Caffarelli, who passed away in 1783 at the age of 72. Composer Francesco Zanetti passed away in 1788 at the age of 50. Composer Danielle DeLange passed away in 1918 at the age of 76. Composer Heinrich Reinhardt passed away in 1922 at the age of 56. Blues musician Slim Harpo passed away in 1970 at the age of 46. Conductor Howard Barlow passed away in 1972 at the age of 79. Saxophonist Greg Herbert of Blood, Sweat and Tears passed away in 1978 at the age of 30 from an accidental drug overdose. His body was discovered on February 1st in his hotel room. Jazz guitarist Grant Green passed away in 1979 at the age of 43. Singer Barbara Cowsill of the Cowsills passed away in 1985 at the age of 56. Drummer Johnny Klein of the Lawrence Welk Show passed away in 1997 at the age of 78. Jazz trombonist Cy Zentner passed away in 2000 at the age of 82. Audio engineer Henry Kloss passed away in 2002 at the age of 73. Drummer Dewey Martin of Buffalo Springfield passed away in 2009 at the age of 68. Composer Erland von Koch passed away in 2009 at the age of 98. Singer Pauli Fuemana passed away in 2010 at the age of 40. Cellist Alexander Ivachkin passed away in 2014 at the age of 65. On that same day, jazz drummer Paul Humphrey passed away. Paul was 78 years old. Songwriter Don Covey passed away in 2015 at the age of 78. Singer Lisbeth Ruiz passed away in 2015 at the age of 18. John Wetton of Asia and also King Crimson passed away in 2017 at the age of 67. On that same day, Deke Leonard of the group Man passed away. Deke was 72 years old. And American Idol singer Leia LaBelle passed away in 2018 at the age of 31. And that is it for the Music History Today podcast for January 31st. Thanks for listening. Audio engineering and editing, video editing, writing, narration, basically everything having to do with this podcast is done by yours truly. You can find us on our website at cjbtproductions.com. Our podcast is on all of your favorite podcast providers, such as Apple Music, Google Podcasts, CastBox, Spotify, etc., all under Music History Today. If you would like to support this podcast, our Patreon can be found at patreon.com backslash music history today. We are also on Twitter at music history day, and you can now find us on YouTube. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and hit that notification bell anytime you want to know exactly what videos are dropped and when. All of those links can be found in the show notes below. 
Thank you very, very much for listening. <laughs>